Well, good morning, Conte. Good to see you again. I'm glad we can meet in a coffee shop. Yeah, indeed.、Uh, I'm sorry that I didn't really have a good coffee shop today, but <laughs> it's good to、uh, see you. I know. I can't believe that the the last time we met in person was more than five years ago in a coffee shop in San Francisco. And back then, Sea、mm-hmm. Hills wasn't even a company. We haven't done any of these conferences, and I know very little about 3D printing.、Um, but I think what really excited me to meet you was that we share the same passion and excitement for 3D printing, and how it can change the world.、Um, but many years has passed, and B Tech has really grown to a very successful company in Turkey and even in the world. Um, so I really would like to just hear, you know, your journey in the last couple of years.、Uh, I know when you met, we were met in San Francisco. That was still the early age of BTech, and ever since there are a lot of things happened. You want to share a little bit with us? Yeah, sure. I mean, as you said, it was years ago, and、uh, a lot of people were not aware of、uh, the 3D printing technology in general.、Uh, and when you look at the medical application,、uh, there were only a few examples.、Uh, but you know, when you look at the market today,、uh, the technology evolved, and it, even it became a part of the medical treatments,、mm-hmm. which excites us a lot. And Uh, we are working hard to find new applications, and、uh, you know, to help people in the surgery room and also during their uh, treatments. Uh, and we are also working hard to implement 3D printing technology、uh, to hospitals、uh, in order to use some pre-surgical models, some guides, and even implants. And in the future, I believe that that 3D printing is becoming It's going to become a part of the surgery room, and you can easily、uh, print some tissues and organs. And、uh, there's a path、uh, that a lot of people are following、uh, in order to reach that. We know that it is not easy,、uh, but on the other hand, I believe that we are quite close to that、uh, target. So、um, I'm, I'm really happy to being a part of this ecosystem, and、uh, you know the, the technology and our companies are evolving very fast. And、uh, yeah, it's good to be a witness of this change. Yeah, the other thing that's really impressed me、um, during your written interview, which we already published, is that you actually scrub into some of these surgeries. You actually observe the surgeries along with the surgeons, and then figure out a strategy. How did they? I mean, first of all, how did the hospital allow you to be able to work so closely with them? And then, how does it, you know, what does it feel like to work with a specialty that you didn't know before? Yeah, I'm actually I have a, a engineering background, so I have no interest on medical stuff. But、um, my first job was in a military hospital, and actually engineering. Is a part of the surgeries. I mean, some engineers was、uh, going into the surgeries to help surgeons for some of the equipments. But、uh, the reason why we are there was、uh, usually for to understand how should the printing or how the engineering can help them. And when you、uh, you know go into the surgery for the first time, of course, it's a bit of you know scary,、uh, a bit bloody, let's say.、Uh, but、uh, I mean, when you have the patient, you get used to that so easily, and、uh, then focus on、uh, the observing that 
you know, what can be done? Because it is very crucial. It's not like designing something on the computer uh, because uh, you're designing on a pure bone without any fat, any tissue, any blood. But when you go there, you see how hard to make the things really happen. Mm -hmm. So uh, you need to understand what's going on there and you need to understand what they exactly need. And then you can find a solution for the surgeons or, and the, for the patients. That's why, uh, I mean, in the beginning, it was a bit challenging as an engineer, but uh, you get used to that so easily. Uh, and on the other hand, you really enjoy it. Uh, you know, having a touch in the patient lives, that's really important. Yeah, we also discussed a little bit about applications and uh, it, it sounds it sounds like BTEC was focusing on CMF, their craniofacial yeah. maxillary reconstruction area. Um, and then now there is a shift towards orthopedics. Um, do you want to share with us how you navigate from different applications and figure out how to fit 3D printing? Yeah, I think the reason why we started with CMF is that the, the implants that we use, there are more usually static. They're not under a load or they're not under some cyclic forces or something like that. That's why it's uh, relatively simpler than in orthopedic cases. And uh, regula the regulatory base, they're also uh, simpler than the orthopedic cases. That's why um, we start mostly on the cranial implants. Uh, and then we had some cases with, uh, you know, uh, temporomandibular joints and uh, some facial implants. And then uh, we decided to make more research on the orthopedics because it's a totally different world. Uh, and you need, you know, you may face with fatigue failure, you may face with aesthetic failure, and also the material properties are very important. And also, also integration is quite important part of this process. That's why we start to make research about lattice structures in order to understand how bone growth is changing on different types of lattice structures. And after, I think, two years of R&D, uh, we decided to launch our first product, the TrapTech. It's actually an EBM manufactured uh, hip cup. And that's why we started. And meantime, we, of course, uh, we were doing patient-specific implants for revision cases for orthopedic and also some tumor cases. Uh, but, I mean, designing something for serial production is totally different than a patient-specific case. Uh, and I, I sometimes say that I wish we started from uh, orthopedic, but on the other hand, I'm aware that it was really, uh, an, you know, hard starting point. Yeah, uh, I still remember the case that you described in the written interview talking about a patient, a young patient that you guys treated, and I believe that's a CMF case. And yeah. even though it's just the end of one, but it was very impactful in your career. Uh, yeah. because it shows you how you can change patients' lives. Indeed. Now, just going back a little bit about the first time we met in San Francisco, um, you obviously were on your journey uh, to become a great entrepreneur. But being an entrepreneur in San Francisco is probably very different from, yes. uh, you know, in Turkey. So you want to just share us with the story behind how, you know, how, what, does it feel, what does it feel like to be an entrepreneur in Turkey? I mean, when you look in general, it's not very different. The, what is different is the competition and the resources. Uh, 
Uh, I mean, being an entrepreneur in San Francisco is great, but also it's very challenging because the you know, level of expectation is high. Uh, you need to work very hard. Uh, you can get access to funds, but on the other hand, uh, you may fail very fast either. So that's why um, it was some kind of um, exploration phase for us. I mean, we just wanted to go there and see if there's a, a potential for medical 3D printing or it is the right place. Or we, we also look for some, you know, collaborational opportunities because I know that the people in California are more open to try new things or explore new things or deep dive in some you know uh, dedicated topics uh, that's why it was a little bit uh, i mean interesting for us but uh, we also realized that it's not something that um, you know you can do something here and go there sometime and manage the things i mean i think you need to be there physically in order to make it be a californian uh, entrepreneur uh, when you go back to Turkey, I mean, it's all, it is also a great country for, uh, you know, developing some medical products because uh, like 70 million people is living in Turkey. So it's not a small number. Uh, but on the other hand, the reimbursement and the bureaucracy is not uh, easy. So you need to deal with a lot of stuff in addition to your technical challenges. Uh, but... Um, Still, I mean, you can do great things because the Turkey is location that lay, it's very close to Europe. Yeah, I mean, you can go to anywhere in, in a couple of hours. Like you can go to Middle East, you can go to Russia, you can go to Europe. So I think this is a good advantage. And uh, this helped me a lot to learn a lot from, you know, many companies and many technology leaders. Uh, that's why I'm not very uh, unhappy about being an entrepreneur in, in Turkey. Mm -hmm. That's great. Well, thanks very much for the interview today. Um, I know you have some a great announcement to make uh, for your new product. Uh, yes, we do. <laughs> you want to just share one, one line about what that is? Well, I mean, uh, we have new products coming, uh, but we also have a series um, R&D projects about the biodegradable implants, which I believe will be a very big part of uh, the future implants. Uh, because when you implant something into a patient, uh, you, you help them, but also you take some risk. But if we can make something from the patient's own tissue, then you really lower the risk. And I believe that's the future. And, uh, we will have something to share uh, about that. That's great. I very much look forward to your presentations in June, uh, joining our 3D Heels 2020 virtual conference. And I certainly hope that we can meet again in a coffee shop sometime after this COVID-19 crisis, and perhaps- Let's cross the fingers. <laughs> yes, and perhaps you can set up a shop in San Francisco or the Bay Area as well. And thank you very much for your time today, and we'll keep I in touch. Thank you. Thanks. It was a pleasure, thank you.